0: All right, everybody ready? Yep. No, I'm not ready. All right. You're now I'm ready. ready. Now I'm ready. It's like that old Brady Quinn commercial. Now I'm done. <laughs> oh,
1: With I'm your just... NFL career? That wasn't <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> we had a Brady Quinn reference. Ah, <laughs> oh, good thing that I haven't been drinking for 12 hours like yesterday. All right. hello and welcome to plaster negotiations where none of the debates are legally binding i'm your host mike stoats it's two weeks in a row we're streaking at this point and mcchesney's sick as hell so that's why he's not here this week so i feel really bad about that didn't get it for me though so he got something else so that sucks Anyways, on Blaster Negotiations, we usually cover sports and some other news bits, talk about petty crimes, sometimes felonies, today's going to be a felony we'll talk about it a little bit later, while consuming adult beverages. Topics don't get harder to debate, but the panel's ability to speak English does. This week we have... Big zoe We have Ryan Benner and the Dragon Wrangler Jeremy Phelps himself all on the show. As usual, we'll set a two-minute timer for opening statements. And Big zoe how about we start with you? What's on your mind? All right. This is a rant slash plea for
2: help.
1: Okay. I
2: fucking I I I I need help, guys. All right. So I bitched about this before, but man, it just It just gets worse and worse and fucking worse. So let me just preface this by by saying this. I've lived in Southern California. I've lived in Phoenix. I've traveled to large cities such as the Dallas, Fort Worth area, the Houston area, Atlanta. I have never ever seen as many accidents in any of those cities combined as I see on a fucking daily basis. Here in Albuquerque. Again, I know I bitched about Albuquerque traffic before, okay? But again, this is not just the traffic, it's just accidents in my entire 45 fucking years of existence, okay? I I could combine all the accidents I've ever seen, and I will see more today in Albuquerque, all right? So, some examples. In the last eight years, okay, I have been hit three fucking times. I've been hit, okay? once while my car was literally parked in front of my fucking house they totaled my car all right it was parked in front of my house and i got knocked on the door oh sir uh, was that your car out there uh i accidentally hit it how do you hit a fucking parked car well they managed to do it all right Another time while I was driving and a drunk piece of shit in a Corvette was racing easily over hundred miles an hour. So we're headed, you know, I'm headed one way. He's headed this other direction on a close to a residential area. We're not on the freeway, loses control, hits a bump or something. His car like blows up into pieces. A few of the pieces hit my car. Okay. They were able to repair my car. But at that point I was like, what in the hell is happening here? And the last time I got hit, I was rear-ended by some dude who just quote, didn't see me really you didn't fucking see me i'm in a car dude Uh, and and it was a white car it's not like dark colored car in the middle of night it's a white fucking car they told my car i was one payment away from owning the car outright but no no you had to fucking hit me okay my son recently was in an accident my colleague got rear-ended this week okay so again there is, and I say at least because I've, I see more, but there is at least one accident every day on my way into work. There's at least one accident every day on my way home from work. What the fuck is wrong with you drivers in Albuquerque, okay? What about being in Albuquerque makes people forget how to drive? I get it. I talk a lot of shit about this town, okay? It's not because I want to. Guys, I really, really, really want to enjoy where I live, But this town, Albuquerque, New Mexico, has learned every bit of shit that I've talked about it. Every bit of shit. Every every last fucking ounce of it. Crime per capita, stupid here. Homelessness, stupid here. Drivers, stupid here. Accidents, stupid here. The education system, like I mentioned last week, is worse than stupid here. Remember, moving to Mississippi would be an upgrade for me, okay? So why the fuck am I still here? Here's where the plea comes in. Someone... Someone hire me, get me the fuck out of here. My wife would love it. My kids would love it. I would love it, but you can't pay me pennies on the dollar. Okay. I I gotta get, I gotta get my values worth. But guys, this is a, this is at this point, a cry for help, a cry for help. I'm losing it. I'm losing control here. You know, yeah. As the Eminem song said, you lose yourself in the music. I'm losing myself just living around these
1: people. You're losing yourself in the Kirky. (laughs) Yes,
2: yes, yes. you know i and I, I oh guys somebody out there has got to want someone with more letters behind his fucking name than letters in the alphabet
0: so that's true
2: i can... normally i'm normally not an angry guy this is just an irritating subject so fucking yeah. hook me up yeah. that is my fucking rant
0: yeah yeah so sort of like albuquerque just missed one or two things you missed the 2 minute mark by uh a lot, but yeah, by about two minutes. So, uh, and here he has the shot ready to go.
3: <laughs> he
0: knew, he knew there's never gonna be a doubt about
1: it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I feel your pain right now. Alonzo, uh, gin's the worst thing you can
0: drink. Ah, oh, that's nasty. wonderful! That's wonderful. Oh. Thing. Thank you for that. Can't add hey, too sir. much, Rebecca Black, but maybe a little. Oh bit.
2: my god, that
0: was nasty. Oh, it looked nasty. All right, Ryan Benner, opening. Oh, statement. wait, wait. Be-
2: before we go to Ryan, I just want to show <laughs> you guys this shot glass is a Washington DC glass. Uh, my wife wanted me to let you guys know that she destroyed my Ohio State one. It was done on accident, but I told her that you no, guys would, it wasn't. that, that you guys yeah you, you guys would be really proud of her.
1: And Nothing so it's I, I, yeah, my new favorite forgot. person. And so now I've told you guys, you guys. The next time I come to Albuquerque, I'm not going to hang out with you. I'm going to hang out with your wife, dude. Yeah, yeah. She
2: she, she'll be like, hey, yeah, you're the one who liked the fact that I destroyed that thing. Yep. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, yeah, now drinking out of a person. Washington,
2: D.C. one.
0: So perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And it's not yeah. a Buckeye nut. So
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: there it is. Yeah, that's gross. All right, oh. Benner, jump on in. Opening statement two minutes.
3: Yeah, I mean, Gross. first Fuck. off, it's Fuck. shocking that I'm on back to back episodes. I think for the first time in God knows how long. Um, but I think, honestly, the, the one thing that's been on my mind is, you know, the pain I share for those that are music lovers and those that go to the logo in the concerts, and that is the Ticketmaster continues to be the absolute fucking devil. Um, I'm not a, obviously I'm not a, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I could care less about her show. But when you have, I think, three days straight of pre-sales, and you end up selling more than pre-sale codes you sent out, and then you have to cancel your public your public sale, I think there's an absolute, shows an absolute, like, misuse of your system, misuse of your company and all that. But obviously, this is not the first time the Ticketmaster has done that. I mean, what, fuck, out a month and a half ago, they completely fucked up the Blink-182 ticket release. Um, you know, and... Fun. I, I actually stumbled across a fun story. I just have to share this. I guess back in the '90s, Pearl Jam tried to take on Ticketmaster. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, told them, "said Fuck you, fuck your fees. We don't want them. We're gonna go through independent uh, independent companies entirely." Um, in response, Ticketmaster basically told every venue that if you don't um, tell Pearl Jam the fuck off and they can't play there, we will never partner with you again. And God the damn. venues.
1: Good job, Eddie Vetter.
3: And the venues gave in and so Pearl Jam on this tour ended up losing millions and millions of dollars trying to take on Ticketmaster. Wow. Um, and yeah, so since then nothing, no one's been there, has the balls to take on take on this fucking devilish company and now the, the concert industry is a fucking catastrophe. So fuck you Ticketmaster for everyone. Mm.
0: Fuck you Ticketmaster. We'll get back to that in a sec. Alright Dragon Wrangler, do your thing. I'm just going to go along a lot of music and kind of
1: keep going with what Ben is talking about here, but very differently. So in the unemployment life, I'm doing a lot of snowboarding now. And so I went to Cop Mountain's opening day on Monday and they had a live DJ. Now, I just want to go off on a rant for a minute here about the fact that a live DJ is something I'm never going to understand. Like, I could just hit play on my own MacBook and play my own iTunes and be the same as me going to a club with a live DJ. But in this particular scenario, at the bottom of the mountain, because they, they only have one lift running, there's a giant Red Bull truck. And by that, I mean, it's like a Toyota Highlander. But what they've done is they've taken the top of the Highlander. And instead of making a the sunroof, they've, like, lifted it up, like, suicide door style. And there's a fucking DJ booth. But the speakers aren't even in the truck. They're just, like, set off to the side, hooked up to the truck. And this dude's just in the top with his headphones on paying no attention to the crowd of like seven people in front of him just like and so i guess where i'm going with this and and the whole point of my opening statement here is like i don't know why people are like oh man what do we need to get more people to come to our event a live dj that's way better than just hitting play on our itunes i have a phone i could hook it up to my speakers but you know what no, live DJ in the top of a fucking Red Bull truck. That's going to bring people to snowboard. Let's fucking rage. So I don't really know where I'm going with this, other than just to say that, like, I watched an episode of Judge Judy one time, and she's talking to this guy who is clearly the guy who's going to lose the case. She's like, what do you do for a living? And he goes, uh, I'm a DJ. And she goes, oh, so you just steal other people's money and, or other people's songs <laughs> and, and make a <laughs> he's like no i i I play music and she goes no you don't you just hit play and you take other people's music and you make money off it. that's called theft sir and that's what i'm gonna leave you with is djing is theft wow
0: djing is theft oh man Judy shine my hero my spirit animal nice nice so i'm gonna go in a completely different direction um, during the pandemic never before the pandemic was I interested in Star Trek so during the pandemic because I had nothing better to do I was like fuck it let's fucking rage I want to go to the final frontier in here James yes, Kirk talk like a fucking robot and <laughs> since then it's been <laughs> quite the adventure and you know a, a lot of people don't like the new uh renditions in particular discovery. I love those shows. I think they're great that you could go into even more storyline. But you know, lately there hasn't been too much good TV on and me not necessarily being a football fan. Oh my god, that's awful. i an American. Um I, you know just been nothing on. So I thought, well fuck it. I'll watch uh Prodigy, which is the uh Star Trek show for little kids. Um and it's pretty good. But the thing that is most disturbing about that is the commercials that go alongside of them. Um, earlier tonight, was watching an episode and there was a commercial for Barbie dolls in which the Barbie dolls are furries. <laughs> um, what? So, why not? Yes, bro? why not? <laughs> yes, so, um it, whoever makes barbies like let's chill the fuck out on the furry talk um like i I get it hey you know that's a thing that people get into but um you know like it's kind of fucking weird to see a barbie doll that you can dress up in multiple furry outfits i'm just gonna say it maybe i'm getting old at this point and with that i recommend the 10 seconds left of my time for the rebuttal period so what are we gonna talk about boys
3: so you're telling I mean, me the newest Barbie accessory is a is a raccoon tail butt plug? Dude, dude. oh my god! I saw your eyes get real big when
0: I started, so this and horrible. I knew it was coming. But uh, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, man. I mean, deep. they're
1: just getting more realistic as we go here. I mean, Zac Efron's about to play the new Ken, so why not?
0: man? <laughs> Oh my god, is Zach Efron going to dress up as a furry in that movie? <laughs> I
3: thought it was Ryan Gosling.
1: Who is cares? it? Shit. They're the same fucking person, dude. Who gives a shit? You're right.
3: They really are. I like We're how wrestling.
1: quickly Benner came in there to correct me. <laughs> yeah,
2: because it's the fucking Barbie movie, well, I mean, bro. Benner, Benner, Benner is is on top of pop culture. That's why he jumped right away. Fairly. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Benner, you, you're, you're what they call a Swifty. It's okay. Is you know, it's like being a, a Brony, but you're a Swifty. So
3: my de- my defense is that I've been in a fucking hotel room for three months straight, and all, I, all I have is Twitter and basic cable.
0: <laughs> just shake it off, Ben, or Just shake it off.
1: <laughs> Ben's feeling 22 tonight, boys. I'd just like to say to Alonzo's point that I've worked with a guy a long time ago who I look up to who had a theory that driving is directly correlated to education. So if you have a really <laughs> shitty education <laughs> system, you're going to be a horrible driver.
3: It's and it so actually
1: cool. kind of makes sense here. Like If we think about his rant last week versus his one now, they kind of go hand in hand. I think there's mm-hmm. some logic to be said to it.
2: Mm-hmm. Correlation and causation, maybe? We'll see. I don't know. I don't I'm know.
1: just saying, man, think about the worst places in the world. Alabama, terrible drivers. Mississippi, horrible drivers. New Mexico, really
0: bad drivers. Mexico, Georgia. <laughs> the worst drivers. The only one that doesn't make sense necessarily is Massachusetts, then. How do you explain mass holes? Assholes are the best
1: drivers, dude. They're fucking amazing. (laughs) They have really stupid fucking laws that got my license suspended three times in a four-month period, but that's not important or near neither here nor there. But the point of that being is they have really good drivers. You'll get pulled over if you do 90 on the turnpike. They're like, no, bro, just keep going.
0: All of us on this panel have graduate (laughs) degrees, so that immediately means we can drive gooder. Oh, that's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. Honestly, um,
3: I'm in full belief that Alonzo keeps coming to us of all these New Mexico issues because he's just planning on running for office. So. Yeah. <laughs> not, like, not here. Every, every <laughs> no, every rant every ranch is just a new commercial is it's just a new commercial for Alonzo 2024.
1: <laughs> you hate our educational system. Vote Alonzo, my ace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the art transit system? Do you think it's a
2: piece oh, of shit? I, so I, I do, I. To, do I. I could go on a rant about that if you'd like, but that'll be for another
3: story. Would you like to move from number 48 to education to 47?
0: <laughs> Are you tired of <laughs> looking yeah, up me. to by Mississippi? In 2000,
1: <laughs> 2032, I'll get us to 45th. <laughs> We'll be in, in the top 90% at that point.
3: <laughs> oh, that yes. sounds
1: so much better. Man, oh my, not,
3: god. God, it oh my god. it is. It's so great. You're
1: like, top 90%? Hang on now. We're <laughs> better than 10% of the states.
3: <laughs> Alonzo, I'm just saying, maybe you should run for office. I know Stoats has each one of these episodes on re- recording files and video files. We'll take your rants. So There's Spotify. the there's yeah a, they're all in the ads. oh they're all Dude, that would be that would be
2: the, the most epic run of all time i'd get blown out but people would love the fucking commercials <laughs> yeah. people would be like oh, yeah this, this, guy's, this guy's this guy's pretty again cool and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, bro, I got six
3: percent of the vote
2: baby i got six <laughs> percent of the vote
3: alonzo i'm just saying man, alonzo a politician that died three months ago, still got elected in Pennsylvania. That's I think, true. I think you actually have a chance.
0: You have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> just start watching old, like, presidential speeches and stuff. You, you know, like, look at the good ones. One. If you start losing, just do
1: me and Stoats' homelands go-to and just fucking filibuster, bro. That's, <laughs> right. Good to
2: go look, right. That's right. I'll
3: commit voter fraud for you. It's fine.
2: That, that's what I'm talking about right there. Now, now Stokes, we have to edit that part out of my commercials. Okay, so no, not at all. That's no, not not at all. Are you, not are you tired? Are, are you tired of the opposition committing voter fraud? Join me so you can commit it on this yeah. side of the aisle.
3: eye. <laughs> I have votes from Texas. You know I can change New Mexico.
1: (laughs) Do you look up to Mississippi as a state? Well, funny enough, people from Mississippi are voting for me to
0: run for you in (laughs) Mexico. My fellow New Mexicans, I promise you, with our votes from Louisiana, Texas, (laughs) North Dakota, and Siberia. No, fuck Rhode Island. We don't need them. My fellow New Mexicans... We will surpass Mississippi. And somehow you get more in your state-run election than both of the presidential (laughs) candidates combined, (laughs) vote-wise. He had over 200 million votes. How did this happen? (laughs) His speeches
1: and commercials were so good. And then when you win... 1,700
3: people in New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) When When you win... When you win your victory speech on election night, you just have to quote the president from Independence Day. Oh yeah, That's all I do. no,
2: I won't even quote him. I'll just air the, I'll just air the, the the footage and sit back,
3: watch this.
0: New Mexico,
3: we did not go quietly into the night.
0: No, you actually get Bill Pullman to come out and do that speech live and in person. He's still around and kicking and has a great show on Netflix called The Center. I'm gonna right go a now.
1: different way. I'd I'd like to see Alonzo go full like full Howard Dean style and be like, we're going to the White House, we're going to Las Cruces <laughs> we're and Las New- Luna.
2: <laughs> and, and we're going to Taos.
0: Ah! <laughs> yeah, he's gonna pick you up at the uh, at the uh, ski resort. So oh my oh, he's God. going to Taos yeah this is this is a great idea and we've already (laughs) talked about felonies so we're not even in the first segment yet so you know i think that's been another one yeah let's let's just go ahead and do it and speaking of felonies let's go ahead and get into our dos boot topic of the week the fifa world cup all right like the epicenter (laughs) of crime itself uh more specifically tonight we're gonna talk about qatar um bribery uh corruption if you haven't seen the um the FIFA docu series uh, about how great everybody in FIFA has been go and check it out it is fantastic and kind of gives you a lot more of a this is why Qatar actually has these games perspective um although they don't actually come out and say it like that um but anyways Qatar lands the World Cup. Um, World Cup was always played in the summer, except for this time, because Qatar has summers that get up to a just slightly balmy 120 degrees Fahrenheit from the amount of deaths in constructing these stadiums with estimates in the thousands with reports of only three by FIFA. Huh. There's a discrepancy (laughs) there uh, to the Budweiser beer tents. And then today the beer not being able to be sold in the Actual soccer stadiums.
2: I've got an Uh, update on that, but we'll keep going.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you do, too. Somehow, and this is my personal conspiracy, the United States getting into, once again, another cupcake group. I mean, I'm happy for it, but come on. There is bribery abound there. England is fine.
3: (laughs) Oh, geez. Bribery in FIFA. Two words I've never heard together before. (laughs) Shocked. Shocked well, and awed. How about, how, how about four words? Bri- bribery. Oh, it's a bribery. Bribery. <laughs> bribery.
2: <laughs> it's like so so it's, a, it's like, like bribing the library. That's not
1: so bad. So you got bribery, FIFA, <laughs> the, the and check ladder. How's, how's that for express? You?
0: <laughs> yes, yes, but before, uh, well. It fuck it all right jeremy let's go ahead and start with you other than the lack of touchdowns they've had collectively as a sport what is the most newsworthy and most disturbing stories coming out of qatar for this year's world cup in your opinion and you can use bribery candles sponsored by yankee candle
1: You know, bribery candles wants to take us on a sponsor we probably wouldn't say no but Mine has nothing to do with any of the bribery, nor uh, a whole lot of other things going on. But part of the reason I'm going to call it Cutter because we had a, a, a disagreement before the show started here about how you say Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. So Cutter, <laughs> so Cutter. Part of the reason why they got this is they said, "Yeah, you know, we're going to go ahead and do it in the summer because our stadium is going to be air conditioned." whatever they say they actually are they also promise to have artificial clouds in the sky and that's what i want to talk about for me that's the number one story here going on so ahead what? of the 2022 world cup because it's supposed to be 115 degrees i can send this story to you guys if you want to wow. see it we can put it on all of the plastered socials for anybody who doesn't believe me Engineers at Cutter University's Department of Mechanical and Industrial Engineering are busy developing what they believe could act as artificial clouds, man-made saucer-type structures suspended over a given soccer stadium. So basically, I read this article, I looked at it, and I went into detail about it. And basically, imagine a giant turf field, right? But the turf field isn't a turf field. It's like, you know, basically like a giant, I don't know, carbon fiber, like trash can lid. And in each of the four corners, it's got a little fan that would like helicopter it and it takes it up into the sky. and that goes above the stadium and creates artificial cloud cover so the one hundred and fifteen degrees gets a lot cooler. Now, obviously, this isn't happening because it's not a real thing. But when this, very fraudulent bid to get the Cutter World Cup happen. This is one of the things they promised. And FIFA being obviously not at all bribed by any money out there was like, no, air conditioning plus $500 million per cloud, If, in case anybody cares, to create one of these things, $500 million. FIFA was like, oh, you no, know, you know, $500 million cloud. And we've got what, 30 stadiums? No, that, that adds up. Let's go ahead and do it. Yeah, No. Go ahead and fly these fucking Terminator machines in the sky over our stadiums. that will drop the 115 degree heat down to, I don't know, like 112. This sounds like a great idea and a really good way to use really expensive technology. 500 million? Yeah, let's do it. So for me, that's the top story of the entire World Cup is the fact that these artificial clouds now no longer are happening despite the fact that they were guaranteed when Cutter was given this bid.
0: Oh my God! He's wow. Billions, tens of billions of dollars for fake fucking clouds. All right, Benner, you're up.
3: I mean, I'm not about to top fake fucking clouds, but I don't like that. I would love to try to see how that would work in just operational details. It's going to be an absolutely destructive. But the other thing is going to be absolutely destructive, and what's going to happen to all the players? In this tournament, one of the biggest conversations that's been going on uh, with the with the World Cup taking place during the winter is the the workload and the and just like the damage or I would I don't know if damage is the correct word but just like the the workload it's putting on these players you know the Premier League's going on a lot of like the, the big leagues are still are still playing they've been playing this entire mm-hmm. time and now all of a sudden all these all the stars all the t- players all the teams are leaving for Qatar. Mm-hmm. they haven't had any rest time they haven't had any time to like get the proper like sports treatment sports treatment medical treatment and all that before going into a like months-long tournament two months long tournament i don't know um but if you know watch some of these big star players get hurt and you know it, it's it sounds fucked up but fifa deserves it you know, I just I just think the way that they've handled this thing it's not only has it put damage and cost onto the country of Qatar, but it's going to do damage to their star players and their brand entirely. If that's even more possible.
0: I was going to say their brand is taking quite a say. few hits uh, <laughs> over the past 15 <laughs> it years. It
1: such a great reputation, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Set bladder. I just think the uh, the one true beacon of ethical hope. <laughs> When I think Seth Blatter and FIFA, oh my gosh, fuck that dude, fuck that motherfucker, yeah. And his whole, oh, I didn't know anything. They, they can't bring me up on charges of bribery. I wasn't involved. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Every one of your VPs was, you were too. But yeah, interesting take. Uh, it, you know, from the player's perspective, which is which is getting a little bit lost in this whole um. This whole charade is—it's—it's it's a big deal, you know. The EPL um, and the big boy leagues are all off and they, running. Yeah,
3: yeah. They've been—they've so. go, been going nonstop, and now you're sending all these stars over to go play in Qatar. Mm-hmm. And like they, these leagues have come out, like our players are at high risk of injury for this tournament, but mm. they're going to play for their country. That's just who they are, yeah. you know. And so. You know, watch someone like Ronaldo get hurt. That's gonna look fucking amazing. And I'm being very sarcastic about
0: that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure Manu wouldn't mind that too much. The only one, oh. only league not really affected by this would be uh major league soccer, but you would also have to argue that they're not really a top-tier soccer or a football league. Um Big Zoe, what do you got? Disturbing slash newsworthy stories coming out of cater why not i'll call, I'll call it catter cater
1: cater. quay
2: if you want to if you want to make it sound like french Ketar or whatever anyways um, so uh, I, you know to go along with benner's thing about you know these athletes having to go play without rest time you know, unless you're MLS or Liga MX, who just finished their their first half of the season as well.
0: That's true. All
2: right. So, so these athletes having to go play in the middle of their fucking seasons, go play, train, you know, maybe tra- uh, change their training methods. Because now you're going from one team to the national team, and you're going to go back to your old team. Um, so that sucks. On a personal note, it sucks that I can't turn on the TV and watch a soccer game right now because uh-huh. there's no soccer on. We're just... Waiting for the World Cup. Okay, so that's that's one thing. Um, there's another quick thing that I wanted to bring up. The MLS not going on right now.
0: What's that? Huh? No MLS cups ended, man.
3: Yeah, it's been done. that's
0: done. LAFC. Oh, yep. In the rest of America, just didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. That's, there were that's... so many touchdowns, you missed all of them.
2: Yeah, they were they were great touchdowns and home runs. Was it the to same
0: weekend as the USFL
1: championship? Because I feel like it could have. <laughs> It would have had more views than the USFL championship.
3: So, and Jeremy's yeah. <laughs> defense—it's an absolute fucking miracle that I—I I even knew that MLS was done.
2: Yeah, no, Just, I, uh... yeah. It it was it was a good final, by the way. But, anyways, another story coming out, and yeah, I, Benner, the fact that you mentioned Ronaldo, and then. Uh, and then Mike's talk, Mike talks about how Man U would rather not have him back. Well, apparently, you know, and I believe we mentioned this yesterday a little bit, Ten Hag, the manager of Man yeah. U, I already told the Glazers and, um, that they're going to they're gonna inform Ronaldo that he is not welcome back at United's Carrington training base after the tournament in Qatar. Well, if it's already written on ESPN, yeah, well, do you really need to inform him? I, I, he, no. probably, he probably knows at this point. You know, but they they're, they're going to inform him, and they're 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 thinking of initiating a lawsuit against him for
1: is Ronaldo money. Amish? Is he what? They cut is out he there. Amish? No. Is Ronaldo Amish? Is like um Springer, or is like oh no, sorry guys, I don't believe in internet or in technology, so I can't oh. see the ESPN publish <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, uh, he he knows he's not welcome back. Man. They're just making it a lot more obvious now that like we we're we're gonna inform him. well, if you read the article, he's been informed he's not welcome back. so <laughs> there's the second thing, and the last thing real real, real quick was Mike, you mentioned it, the beer thing. Oh, yeah um, uh, literally what two days before the fucking tournament starts, they decide we're not gonna sell beer in the stadiums. They're not gonna sell mm-hmm. beer to see, it. but but. And I said, here, here's a little, here's a, here, you know, the little silver lining. They're not going to sell beer, but they will sell. FIFA added there is no impact to the sale of Bud Zero, which will remain available at all Qatar's World Cup stadiums. You, Bud Zero is non-alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, I, oh, I,
3: just you fucking know, sell water, you know. I mean, you, I, if you don't want alcohol, just sell Bud Light. I mean, for fuck's sake.
1: But zero, they, all the Qataris are watching. Their are watching their figures, man. I get it. I respect it. Yep. Well, they're trying to go out before they show up, man. Like, there's I, nothing wrong with that.
3: I see it as a that country's like, "Hi, hey, we're already so fucked up as it is. We're trying to prevent an insurance issue. Here's no beer in the stadium." <laughs> well,
0: uh, it goes. It's uh, cultural more than insurance. Oh,
2: yeah. It is, it is cultural, and. Um, you know, the, the FIFA came out and said, Oh, we appreciate uh AB and Bev's understanding with Anheuser busch Um I, I, I'll tell you what, there, there's no understanding right now. No. They, they are fucking pissed. Yeah. And there's gonna I I can almost guarantee there will be a lawsuit yeah. because they signed up to sell beer, not to sell bud zero. And right, um, uh, this this is this is the biggest crock of shit that 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 they could have pulled at the last fucking second
1: so, dude, so like so yeah motherfucker
2: there there yeah. is gonna be there's gonna be some money given back and maybe punitive damages on top of
0: that so oh, easily easily against fifa and qatar yep. qatar qatar yep. however Q-tar. we're gonna say it Q-tar. it's called qatar qatar yes Yeah, there's going to be some big time damages because it's not like Budweiser saying they're like, oh, yeah, we respect you. Look at Rio and all the great things Budweiser did at all. Oh, yeah. Budweiser just fucked that country raw. All right. Like, (laughs) let's be honest. They completely changed all the laws. And it's like in the FIFA playbook, it's pretty well documented. Everywhere they go, if there's uh, no drinking at stadiums laws, Budweiser says, funny story about that, you fucks. And they make them change it. And in Rio, it became a huge issue. Here, it became a huge issue. And I'm honestly shocked that Quitar was able to. Um, qatar. oh i'm sorry uh qatar uh U- was able qatar. to oh yes yes sorry uh cutter was able to fight it so
2: well i i think i think cutter doesn't care they have so much fucking money they're like oh yeah. that's fine here's your four billion dollars have a great life um but they will never well well I, i say that but Depends on who's running FIFA. I was going to say, they'll never get another World Cup bid. Yeah, they will, because they'll pay someone enough money to have it back there yeah, in a about... month.
1: They'll show <laughs> them one. Just like they got one this one. Real cloud. And they'll be like, oh, shit, there's a cloud in the sky. Yeah, let's go back to yeah. quit, quitter. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it was really, if it honestly really comes down to a culture issue. I can't wait till they, what they have to say about the United States' is new jerseys that they're going to be wearing.
0: Hmm. Because yeah. I mean,
3: if, if you if you if you haven't seen it, the United States is going. They've replaced with the red, white, and blue wearing the LGBT flag on their mm-hmm. jersey, and let's take that into a country that is very well known for the human rights and abuse issues of that community. Um, that's going to go over very fucking well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That, there's a challenge there going on. Um, the one thing that it hasn't really been said in it. But it happens at every major sporting event is, for example, like the Super Bowl and the World Series here in the States are some of the biggest human trafficking events in the Uh, world. Um, That has been, by and large, not talked about because Qatar has just had such a shit show getting to this point that we're not even talking about that at all and so just want to spot a a little bit of a light on that it happens at every major sporting event if you see something you know stick up for these folks if you're going to those games um, and if you're allowed to even go holy shit that in, in and of itself is actually kind of impressive um, one other thing that they were saying is that espionage, for whatever reason, is going to be at an all time high, which probably means there's listening devices all over the place near these stadiums. There's Russian so, spies going to these games, like
3: no, no, Middle East,
0: bond? it's the Middle East, dude. I mean, there it's a very small country surrounded by a lot of people who, let's face it, hate a lot of you know the western world so you know if you're going there you know just just be careful have fun with your non-alcoholic beers um (laughs) you know don't try and sneak in alcohol to these stadiums too because you know their prison system doesn't seem to be the best when they were like oh yeah we're treating our workers fine and then their shower is a bucket of used water you know so delightful oh yeah all good stuff But with that, let's go ahead and take a break. But coming up, the gang sends out their not-so-bold predictions in our NFL shots segment, and we'll run through our Giuseppe Stromboli redo of the week. Yeah. And it's been a minute, but hey, mate, we heading back to Florida, y'all. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding, and I don't have no teeth. Let's go, Florida. Have you ever been young enough to feel what you wanted to feel? Take back those years for something real I mean, I'm an iron sticker Cold and still Irregular sculpture Held
3: against my will
0: Welcome back to Plaster Negotiations. Now let's get into our NFL SHOT segment. Shot, 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 shot.
2: Everybody! All right.
0: For this, we'll go through some NFL games on the docket for this week, give our predictions, and that'll be that. Loser will have to do a punishment next time they're on the show, except for if it's Benner, because he told me how he wants to do his punishments because he's on the road a lot, and so you know, he owes one right now and so we hope that that number will continue um, Mm. for um, the fuckery that he told me he's going to get himself into. So, um, loser has to do a punishment next time they're on, but also to keep these things short, you got 30 seconds to Pick your pick, briefly explain it, and if you miss out on that, uh, immediate punishment. So don't get into a talk about drivers in Albuquerque, Big Zoe. Gotcha. And Big Zoe, let's go ahead and start with you. First one on the docket, Bears-Falcons.
2: I got the Bears. Um, I, I, he, I mean, they're still not a good team, but they've actually loosened the reins quite a bit on Justin Fields. Um, he'll never be a great pocket passer, but he can move around and make stuff happen. And I just think the Falcon, uh, the Falcons are starting to regress back to what they, what they really should have been to start the season. So, all
0: right, great. Benner, who you got bears Falcons?
3: Uh, I'm going to go with the bears as well. Um, I, yeah, Justin Fields is not the best quarterback, but he's been playing at a very high level for these last few weeks. I think he keeps it up against a mediocre Falcons team.
1: Dragon Wrangler. Yeah, I got the Bears as well. Uh, Justin Fields is tearing it up in fantasy right now, which is great. But more importantly than that, and honestly the reason why, is because the Falcons have a weird situation going on at running back right now that Cordero Patterson returned two weeks ago, lit it up, and then last week got five carries. Um, don't know why, because he's not injured. He's pissed off at Arthur Smith right now. When the top
0: player in your entire organization, Cordero Patterson, is pissed off at your head coach, I got to go with the Bears. All right, Bears it is, and here it's once again going to be the Bears for my pick as well, mostly because um the Falcons still have Mariota at quarterback, which uh that's a mistake. <laughs> that's a big fucking mistake. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, next one on the docket is jets at patriots. I'll go ahead and start this one. Um I'm going to go with the Pats on this one. I know the Jets have been hot this year, but it's in New England. They are coming off of a bye. They're getting a little bit healed up. Um, and, you know, if they injured Mac Jones, then Bailey, the fucking goat Zappy's going to come into this shit. So that's who I got. Got the Pats over the Jets. Let's go to Jeremy. Who you got? Jets at Pats. Got the
1: Jets. And for one reason, do I have the Jets? That there is two potential quarterbacks that could play for the Patriots, and their combined age is 47. That's younger than anybody that Zach Wilson would be interested in. And because of that, he's going to be focused. Jets, 907, Patriots, four.
0: Ooh, two safeties, two safeties. I love it. Field
1: goal and a point after touchdown
0: run back. Oh, man. Keeper totally. 908. Nice. Nice. Benner Jets at Pats. Who you got?
3: Uh, I got to take McChesney's uh, beloved Patriots. Um, you know, I, I don't care what that New England team looks like. Foxborough is a very hard place to play, in, especially at this time of the year. Uh, coming off that buy, they're fresh. They're trying to get healed up a little bit. I think the Jets are going to struggle.
0: All right, all right. And Big zo who do you got?
3: I got
2: I got the Jets. Uh, so Caleb, sorry that you're listening to this. Um, I, you, you you don't know who's going to show up with Mac Jones. Uh, I mean, yes, Zach Wilson is not the answer, but you know what you're getting with him every week. And Mac Jones one week could look like the answer, and the following week looks like the question. So, like, let's go, Jets.
0: J E T S for Jeremy and Big Zoe. All right. Uh, Zoe, we're going to stick with you, your beloved Cowboys at Vikings. And I wonder who you're going to pick.
2: Well, and, and you guys should know this by now. I, I really try not to be biased. I, I call balls and strikes. I really do think Dallas is going to pull off this one. Um, I, I think at some point this Kirk Cousins magic expires. It expired last week. I mean, they only got to, to overtime because of that fumble at the end of the game. Um, but I, I think they're going to – and it won't be a blowout. But it'll be a good game. But I think Dallas takes them.
0: All right. There we go. Next up, let's go to Benner, Cowboys at Vikings.
3: It hurts every part of me to say this, but I am going to go with the Cowboys. Um, I, I think uh, I think the Vikings kind of got a reality check last week going up against Buffalo. That Dallas defense is a little bit better than what people give it credit for. Um, I think Michael Parsons is going to kind of make Kirk Cousins' bitch a little bit on Sunday.
0: Mm, mm, Daddy Cousins, little bitch got it dragon wrangler who you got cowboys at vikings kills me to
1: agree here but uh you know by 4 30 eastern time when this game starts and i realize it's in central time but let's be honest kirk even in central time works off of eastern time let's not call a spade a spade um you know it's gonna be past the time that the ponderosa buffet has their early bird dinner and so uh kirk daddy cousins here it's probably a little too late for him. He's gonna be a little bit too concerned about the people in the stands, you know, being out at night. I'm the only person that called the commanders last week. I'm gonna go ahead and call the cowboys right now. Cowboys will win.
0: Ooh, it it went off, but we'll give it to you. Went off, but we'll give it to you. All right. That was close. It was. It was. Uh <clears throat> because everybody so loved Kirk Cousins on this podcast before he became Daddy Cousins. Um mm-hmm. I'm going with the patron saint. You're in bed by eight, Mr. Vikings. <laughs> All right. I think they're going to rally. I think that um, Cowboys are going to remember who they are. And Jerry Jones is going to shit a pickle. So let's call it Vikings 200, uh, Cowboys 2. That would so, hurt.
2: Shitting, shitting a pickle?
0: Yeah. yeah you don't want to, to do remember. that. Pickle yeah, really, it,
2: it really is. I mean, a pickle is like hard. And then. Like the
1: salt yeah. in it and shit. It just yeah, really it's it depends on the pickle though. If it's a
0: sliced pickle, you're not bad. I mean, oh no, it's a whole one. It's a whole one. All right, next game on the docket, we got probably two teams that uh, Ryan hates: uh, the Chiefs at the Chargers. I'll go ahead and start this one off. Uh, Go Chargers, go in front of all of the three fans at SoFi Stadium. Um, Chargers are going to beat Patrick Mahomes because Patrick is going to literally call audibles. And then it's going to reverberate and sound different to the wide receivers there in SoFi. So uh, it's going to be closer than expected. All right. Next up, let's go with Jeremy. Who you got? Chiefs at Chargers.
1: I got the Chiefs, despite the fact that Edwards-Alaire had a great start to the season and now has been dog shit the past few weeks. Basically, he's in the process of getting benched. I think that Justin Herbert has had a horrendous season, and that'll continue.
0: Uh, Chiefs by 15. Chiefs by 15. Got it. All right. Uh, Next, let's go with Benner. Who you got? Chiefs at charges
3: god this fucking sucks um (laughs) i i I hate this so fucking much i gotta take hermit um (laughs) herbert's been playing awful all this all year long since since the rib injury i think he just continues to struggle um i got cheese by double digits as well
0: all right all right i'm hoping it's like that one week where i was fucking rembrandt with these picks but when you pick the Seahawks for like four different games and they weirdly mm-hmm. won four games that week. Yeah. Yeah. Geno <laughs> Smith, the man. Eden Orange Clemens. All right. Zo, who you got, Chiefs at Chargers? I got I got the
2: Chargers. Um, I think uh I think Justin Herbert, like as Benner said, he has not had a good year. starting with that rib injury. Who caused the rib injury? The Chiefs. He's out for revenge.
0: Chargers for my fantasy team. I hope he is. Hmm. Me both. All right, Alonzo, We'll come back to you with our last game on the dock at 49ers at Cardinals. A lot of video being watched for this one, I'm sure. 49ers at Cardinals. Who you got big though. The only video being
2: watched is Jimmy G for his next his next porn star date. Um. Either way, <laughs> I, I've, got, I've got the I've got the 49ers. Uh, they're getting they're getting better they're getting healthy and the more and more McCaffrey gets used to that offense the more and more dangerous they're gonna get uh I mean yeah the Cardinals just suck too so let's yeah, get four Niners and Kingsbury probably gets fired here in the next two three weeks
3: uh-huh.
0: all right so got the Niners Benner who you got Niners at Cardinals
3: um it's uh, simple enough uh call of duty war zone 2.0 dropped this week so uh midget murray is gonna have a horrible game uh, <laughs> uh i i got the 49ers probably by double digits and i'm i'm with big zoe i think kingsbury um happily gets fired in the next couple of weeks
0: <laughs> happily gets fired like you do
3: because all right doesn't want to deal with midget murray
0: all right, Dragon Wrangler, who you got?
1: Not changing it up much here. I think uh, I think Murray throws for 201 yards. Hopkins has 205. The rest of his team has negative four. Um, I've got the Niners by a 17-3 to 3 dominant defensive victory.
0: Nice, nice. nice. I'm not going to change this one up too much. I, too, am going to go with the Niners. Uh, Jimmy G's going to sell a hell of a lot of $5 footlongs and not in the way that's appropriate for children. So 49ers Arizona. end up winning. Oh, hell no. He'll, so find, out least,
3: Aaron Andrews. he'll find Lisa
1: Ann and, and give her his $5 footlong. Aaron so. Andrews likes hockey,
0: guys. He's fine. She's fine.
3: I don't <laughs> know. That interview said differently.
0: <laughs> indeed. Indeed. All right. We're not even going to play around with it. Alonzo, bring us in.
2: We've, we've, been, we've talked about guitar, we've talked about football.
0: And now, it's time! In honor of the phenomenal rebranding, famous magic story, out of the UK turned Italian-American, bang, noodle-wielding, and probably from New Jersey, wizard, our next segment is the Giuseppe Stromboli Redo of the Weekend. Yeah premise is simple i give a scenario to the panel that happened in recent memory and the panel then determines how they would change the execution of whatever happened just saying don't do the scenario is an immediate loss um because it's another florida man one i played uh fast and loose of how we're gonna approach this one um so anyways let's get into it this week we head down to the epicenter of fuckery florida Oh, God bless Florida. Uh, More specifically, Fort Lauderdale. Although TSA has an incredibly high error rate, this time they actually came through as TSA officials last week found raw chicken in someone's luggage. And to be fair, fresh meat, seafood, and other non-liquid food items are permitted for domestic travel and carry-ons, as well as check baggage. But what made this raw chicken interesting is that someone left a fucking gun in there like you do you know like every time i go to the store and i get some chicken i pull it out and there's a fucking handgun you know it's america so but what the fuck do you Porter, bro. yeah i know honest mistake honest mistake so someone obviously thought i'm not gonna let that government know and tell me how to live my fucking life, I'm going to bring in this handgun with my chicken because after I fire it, I can use the hot muzzle to cook my chicken. And that's that's freedom. That's freedom right there. Best tasting chicken. It, it really was. It really was. Thank you, Walmart. <clears throat> and thank you to whoever I bought this gun off of. And they tried to bring it on board a plane. Obviously, they were arrested. Details are um, not really uh, out there about it. Who necessarily it was, but Benner, we're going to start with you. And like I said, we're going to play fast and loose with this scenario. Um, and in this scenario, instead of it you being a dead raw piece of chicken breast, you're an emotional support chicken. All right, so you're an emotional support chicken. We're going to just assume the person who wanted to bring a gun onto this flight in said chicken. Their name's going to be Bubba. All right, sounds mm. like a good Florida man. So Bubba wants to bring his uh, handgun on board this flight and knows just how to do it with the help of his great emotional support chicken. Audience, you just let that sink in. Whatever you think I'm trying to get at, you're probably right for that process. Now, Benner, how do you, as the actual living emotional support chicken, ensure that Bubba doesn't bring the gun to the airport? Okay, so you don't have to avoid what we're hinting at, although you probably should. How do you avoid making sure Bubba brings this firearm to an airport?
3: Listen. The the last two times that animals were involved uh, with with this segment, uh, each time I started a revolution with said animals.
1: (laughs) Not untrue. I was part of both of those.
3: So we're (laughs)
0: animal farming it again? I love it. I love it. I want more. We are
3: because this chicken, the emotional support, is just his cover. He's truly a revolutionist to bring down the fried. <laughs> this is Chad, the chicken.
2: Yeah,
3: he, 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 his new mission is to bring down the fried restaurants. You know, he's he's got a plan. He has a plan. You know, he reads Chico Vera, he knows what he's doing, <laughs> and he goes to Florida because he knows. He knows Benner's completely
0: to... sober, too. I want that to be known. He's been sipping on water this whole time, so he's <laughs> just been sitting there in his chair, laughing his ass off. <laughs> it's
3: because Jeremy fell out of the screen with this reaction. Um, no, he's, he's a big Chico Vera guy, so his entire plan was to go to Florida, get it, get close to Bubba. And the night before Bubba goes to the airport, that chicken's stealing his arsenal, man. And he's going to just march. He's going to go to the Tyson Chicken Farms. Free the chickens, my brothers. We march. Burn down the factory. Burn down KFC, Burn down Chick-fil-A. Burn down Canes. Burn down Zachby's. We will ride, and then we will free our brother, the cows. And, we'll, and then it will be cows with guns.
0: Jesus. That the cows don't have like fingers. How are they going <laughs> to pull the trigger?
2: That sounds like the, the plot of Ferdinand from a couple of years Here's ago. You have a better
3: chance It of is. A chicken is. Trigger than a cow. They have hooves. Chickens at least have fingers. <laughs> and that's chickens, oh. but nothing ever makes sense, okay? All I know is that they are these chickens have a taste of revolution and they will free their brothers in the animal kingdom. Evil <laughs> revolution?
0: Yeah. Animal farm, baby. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's animal food. Oh, God. Hey, th- this is what I get for, you know, vaguely interpreting raw chicken handgun into emotional support chicken. So, yeah, that's fine. And
1: last week we talked about bees selling meth, so who fucking dares?
3: And Not those bees. bees... And I had those bees starting a revolution. I had the goats starting a revolution.
1: I was part of both of those, it's true. Yeah. Benner was all about it.
0: Benner rides at dawn. Big Zoe. You're the emotional support chicken. How do you make sure the gun don't come with Bubba?
2: All right. So, first of all, I I can't top that. So I'm not going to try to top it. I'm just going to tell. I'm going to tell. It's going to be a a a tale of two different tales, I guess. So we've already we've already established emotional support chicken. So you're not dead, right? Correct. Now. I'm not sure how Bubba hides a gun in me unless he shoves it up my chicken anus.
0: Like and I, I said, se- be- God, it, you know, allow the audience to imagine it how they like. And It's trying I'd to not to be crude. Chicken for once. anus, uh, you know. Audience, I, an I an apologize. An let's go ahead and not let's
1: not discriminate here. A chicken anus is still an anus, so it, it your is. anus in this scenario.
0: It is. I mean, I guess you could like strap a little thing underneath one of its wings. You know, you call like a it little gun holster. anus, But it's. Still the same thing. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I don't want it to.
2: I don't think the gun fits up a chicken's anus. I've, I've never tried showing a gun. A That's before. good to know.
1: You That's know? really good to know. Great I'm clarification not, there from I'm the guy I'm from New Mexico. Gonna, Go ahead.
0: I'm not gonna try, okay. <laughs> So everybody from Mississippi's taking notes like, okay, we can do this. We're smarter than them New Mexico fucks. They've admitted on this show. I even knew how to at get a the 47
1: internet. degree angle. I gotta go 107.
0: So
2: That's let's right. Go, Chuck
0: that's right i love america online floppy disk let's go
2: no netscape bro netscape oh net Net zero net zero so so we're we're just gonna go with the the assumption that the gun doesn't fit up the anus bubba's screwed and he can't seat the gun in the plane but that's just too easy okay so i took it a step further you said well you know we're gonna assume you're an emotional support chicken all right let's assume i'm still dead let's assume i'm a raw chicken and Bubba is claiming that it's an emotional support chicken, a raw fucking chicken, right? Kind of, kind of weird. With the little googly eyes on it, yeah, right. Okay, so it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird. Yes. You know, hey, how is that your fucking? Well, it's a dead animal, but you know, whatever, right? So, he's so Bubba weekend burning
0: this chicken breast. With Bubba eyes.
2: needs to make sure that I have one of those one of those vests that labels me an emotional support animal, and then. He needs to make a huge fucking scene that his rights under the Americans with Disabilities Act are being violated by the TSA when they ask him to check his chicken. He says they can choke his chicken, but they can't check it. Okay? As the dead chicken, if or when they start checking me, I come back from the fucking dead and start squawking, bah, bah, like crazy, right? Whatever the fuck chicken make. I freak the TSA agents out to the point where they're like, get that fucking chicken out of here. Now, Bubba bubba you know florida right he has to be dressed in some sort of voodoo garb so that's the scenario is plausible and he, he needs to play along and tell the tsa agents that they have disturbed nature's order by bringing back my spirit the spirit of the chicken and aiming for the disturbances would result in a curse on the agents now the agents look at him like he's crazy because he fucking is they're they're scared shitless about the curse all right. And they allow Bubba onto the plane without checking me, the chicken. They do, however, end up choking Bubba's chicken.
0: Ugh. Sounds like Bubba won that scenario, but we're oh, we're gonna allow it for the weekend that scenario, Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right, dragon Wrangler, how are you handling this situation as a chicken? Some Bubba's chicken. I have two ways to
1: stop a gun from getting on the plane. One is I'm Bubba's chicken in Florida. I just put a MAGA hat on and TSA is automatically <laughs> going to target him and be like, sorry, sir, you've been selected for a, uh, you know, you've been uh, got an automatic pad down, so we're going to go ahead and take it back here. They're going to find every gun Bubba has. But scenario number two, which I feel like is more important here, is if I'm Bubba's chicken, so... There's an old adage and it basically goes, There's a prostitute. She goes into a tax accountant's office and he goes, So what do you do for a living? And she goes, I'm a hooker. And he goes, Nope, 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 can't do that. The government won't take it. It's not a thing. You can't do it. And she goes, All right, well, you know, call me a lady of the evening. And he's like, No, 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 no. Nope, nope, Government won't take that either. You know, they're too strict. They're not gonna do it. She goes, you know what? Call me a chicken farmer. And he's like, Why would I call you a chicken farmer? And she goes, I don't know, because I've been raising cocks all year. Long story short, and where I'm going with that is, do you want to go ahead and get Bubba thrown down? Bubba in Florida's not paying his fucking taxes. Go ahead and register Mm -hmm. Bubba as a fucking chicken farmer. The IRS is coming to get his ass before he goes anywhere near an airport. How do you stop him from taking a gun on a plane? Fucking IRS, motherfucker. Let's go, Bubba. That's how we stop this.
2: That's how they caught out the phone back in the day, baby. Tax
0: evasion. Yeah, that's right. Don't Don't fuck with the Feds. Don't fuck with the IRS. They'll come and get you.
2: Raising cocks all year. Fucking
0: great, bro. That is fantastic. That really is. So, wow, mine's a little bit more uh, immediately destructive. Um, As apparently a conscious um, emotional support chicken, um, I would assume that Bubba has to drive to get to said airport all right and that he's going to perform the um the gun hiding procedure um and that's how you keep the audience uh, you know they could keep their own ideas about how this happens instead of being like shove it up his as ass anyways <laughs> So they do it
1: anyway, let's be honest. Yeah.
0: Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, you can hide it under the wing with a strap or something, you know, and with the vest. Anyways. <laughs> so so we're we're probably driving down there. Um, you know, it's it's Florida, so and it's a guy trying to be bring a gun onto a plane. So he obviously drives a Subaru, okay. So, it's about as reliable as the Volkswagen from Death Race, where it hits a pebble and explodes on site. All right. It so, we have
1: the fan on the back, but fan boats are a serious thing in Florida. It might. Who knows?
0: No, I was going to say, yeah, it obviously has the fan. It's going on land, but. But is well, just anybody a you've
1: never seen Death Race and doesn't get it the way I do, watch Death Race. It's fucking incredible. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> it it really is. It is. It'll change your life. And not for the best It'll of ways. It'll change everyone's life. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i mean come on it, it, it's florida it's Bubba. he obviously has a giant fan on the back it doesn't work it's not plugged into anything you can literally see the extension cord in the breeze um but just from the wind itself it's somehow going all right <laughs> And 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 it's you know one of those Subaru Outbacks. It's the same one that that woman drove 250 miles one way to her job every day. It's just he got it on resale for 50 bucks because someone was like, "This is hardly a car. I live in Florida. You could take it. It's fine." Can I put a fan on the back? You could do whatever the fuck you want with this thing, buddy. No problem.
1: Tell you what, Bo has already got a fan on the back. All you got to do is plug it in. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and he he hasn't plugged it in. He can't find you know like when he's at home he plugs it into his outlet in his garage and he's like it works it's an
3: electric vehicle (laughs) all them them battery-powered cars that you've heard about (laughs) my battery keep dying all we want to leave the house it's a goddamn febreze commercial play it in God,
0: I did not even think of that. That would have been even better, just like, you know, pick out the gas line or whatever while he's charging his electric Subaru from 2001. That would have been much better. Much more efficient and much less deadly. Oh, man. But I already proved it enough, so gotta go through with it. So, obviously, and if you've never been to Florida before, um, there are sex shops literally at every exit. And every... Like half mile, there are advertisements for said sex shop, so you know Bubba's stopping. All right.
1: I wish McChesney was here right now to get called out about the fact that Jupiter, Florida, clearly
0: entrapped Robert Kraft. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was real, really pressured into that one. Um, <laughs> he didn't even see it coming. <laughs> 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 oh man. Anyways. So, on the way to one of these shops, before getting off the exit, <sighs> I, as a sentient chicken who doesn't want to have a semi-sexual act happen to me f- with a handgun, I'm going to go and try and just take his wheel and bring him back onto the interstate and wreck that motherfucker. Ouch. That's, playoffs, bro. that's yep, that's how you do it. Hit all the pebbles.
2: All right, he, so if y'all if y'all haven't seen this movie called Thanks Killing,
1: yes, great movie, yes. Okay, you, oh, really, okay, so Mike,
2: Mike? You just reminded me of that right yes. there when like the, you know the the chicken killing somebody. Thanks Killing, and we're coming up on Thanksgiving, so you gotta watch Thanks Killing, Mike. You reminded me of that right there, baby. Right
0: oh my there. god, I totally forgot about Thanks Killing. Oh man, I think that might be the. I don't know. Somehow we'll incorporate it into the Thanksgiving show. I don't know, but gobble gobble motherfucker, <laughs> gobble gobble <laughs> motherfucker. Oh my god! If you have not seen Thanksgiving, go and see it. Do not let your kids see it for the love of fuck. <laughs> let them play with their no, fucking let them see it. figure their Life out as they go. No, don't <laughs> let them see it. Just let, give them the furry. I mean, you let them see it? Yeah. Fuck. No, no, no way. No way. Give furry him- Barbies for him. You and you know your adult friends go and watch Thanksgiving. It's gonna be wonderful. But yeah, here. Double
2: I would I on. would show my kids that before yeah, I showed be, be, before I showed them Barney though. So let's let's go.
0: Oh, I meant um the uh furry Barbie dolls. So. No,
2: no, I'm talking about like Barney the fucking dinosaur. I would show them Thanksgiving that thing before I show them fucking Barney, Barney's a little bitch.
0: So, <laughs> is that our uh, oh, call that out really for beautiful. the fight of the week?
2: Barney,
3: if your <laughs> oh. ass is
2: out there, or any of um, you actors who played Barney, and I don't know who the fuck you are, but you want to throw down, you got a week. Matter of fact, I'll give you two weeks because it's, it's Thanksgiving next week and you might be full of tryptophan after you've eaten all that turkey and shit. I'll give you two weeks. You respond, we throw down. You don't, I win by forfeit. And that puts my record at like 74-0.
1: Alonzo and I all-time run defeated. We're like 297-0, and zero, so uh, right. challenge us. Anybody Boy, who wants – any of our viewers out there who want to challenge us, hit us up on uh, the socials, challenge us.
0: Bring it on, bitches. I was going to say, I was so happy this week. Like when that uh, seven o'clock hour came, East Coast time, and it was like, yeah, Dan Snyder didn't show up. I'm in the club now. So (laughs) one and (laughs) oh, one and oh, baby.
1: I'm so glad I started. I don't even remember who the first person was that called out on our uh, college football episode. I think yeah. it had to do with uh, Virginia Tech, but I don't even remember. Who fucking cares? Let's go.
0: Did you call on Frank Beamer? <laughs> that's <awful. he> did. <laughs> Is that
2: who
1: I called out? He's been retired for five years. How fucking drunk was
0: I? <laughs> we were hammered. We were, I mean, <laughs> that's part of the show. I mean, come on. I mean, was Frank this Beamer, you Nagel
1: Nagel did the fucking NFL episode, so I was just plastered drunk on a Saturday for no reason that day. <laughs> oh man! Fucking play Beamer ball, fight me, pussy. Let's go.
0: Are you rehashing the challenge? Win
1: championships, sure. All right. He's he's giving Beamer a rematch. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get a chance. It's part two. Frank, you want to play Beamer ball? Let's go. You got until fucking November twenty fifth, eight twenty two oh p.m.
0: <laughs> <You>
1: geriatric fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's what happens when you write up a segment about how you avoid as an emotional support chicken getting a firearm shoved up your ass. Why even try and hide it now? With all that, we're going to take one more break. But when we come back, the panelists give their nominees for the Alex Moran Player of the Week. You're listening to Plaster Negotiations. Follow us on the social medias at PlasteredPod. Don't shove firearms into farm animals and stay tuned. Welcome back to Plaster Negotiations, where none of the debates are legally binding and all of the chickens are firearm-free. Each week, we ask our panelists to find what we call the Alex Moran Player of the Week, the criteria is simple. We are looking for an individual who wants to live their best life, a true backup life. All the glory, none of the work, Dragon Wrangler, who is your nomination for the Alex Moran Player of the Week guys keep putting me first and continues to be a mistake
1: so first off um i have two i have a runner up and an actual out of my runner up is mario cristobal so mario cristobal had a very very mediocre run with the oregon ducks um and now has gone on to coach the miami hurricanes where he's having an even less mediocre run so as you know you know dade county uh, Dade County's got some uh, some some rougher parents who send their t- children to go, you know, they're little angels to go play for Miami. And they're very <laughs> aggressive on social media now because it's 2022. And so, you know, for example, in a blowout wind over Georgia Tech, the father of freshman corner, Kamari Rogers, lashed out by tagging secondary coach Jamil Aday in a tweet that said. You're a piece of work, but it's all good. I'm gonna pray for you and your family. You obviously have serious issues. Then a few weeks ago, Key Keyshawn Key Comma Sean, Capital S Smith's mother took aim at offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis, former Michigan Wolverine, by sharing, "If you, an offensive coordinator who walks in meetings, tells his team they are the worst team ever!" Exclamation point. Would you still want to play for him, period, not question mark? I heard of tough coaches, but that's just stupid. I wonder if USC coach his team like that. So in response to that, because Mario Cristobal, you know, is uh, is Mario Cristobal and, you know, decides that, you know, whatever, like, you know, people are going to take shots. My players, they're going to take shots. My parents, whatever. Mario Cristobal had a very amazing message that was sent out to all of the parents that wanted to go ahead and fire adamant on social media. Um, and basically it said, if you're bitching about your children's playing time, you can come get your kid and pick them up from college right now. <laughs> so that's wow. one of them more importantly than that though, because while I do appreciate Mario Cristobal as a high school coach who has very similar issues, um, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, so, <laughs> you guys, remember back in the day, Mike Tyson, Vander Holyfield, two very good boxers. They're fighting one another, and you know, shit's going down. They're throwing fists. Mike Tyson, this fucking tiger to wrangler, goes full fist, and go ahead and fight. And <laughs> once he bites Vander's ear, you know that should happen. So now, in 2022, apparently they buried the hatchet. Why? why you ask have they buried the hatchet because they're creating an edible line together called Mm -hmm. holy ears Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is ear shaped edibles that are going to go onto the market as we speak evander holyfield mike tyson you guys combined you are my alex moran player of the week
0: And to clarify for the audience, we're not talking about little gummy bears. We're talking about straight marijuana, bro. They are gummy marijuana ears. So you're going to be like doing your best Mike Tyson over here. Like, oh man, I'm about to win the fuck out of this match. And then you're going to eat one of them. And then you're going to think you're... You know, Mike Tyson, but just stoned, and your cat's going to become a how tiger. Many
1: years I have no, know how many fucking tigers I have. I got as many tigers as I have. years. I got 27.
0: Man, I got a collection of both. <laughs> Benner, who's your Alex Moran player of the week?
3: Well, um, I'm actually taking a page out of Jeremy's book. I got two. One's what a runner it? up, One, one's a runner up, and one is the, what I'm going with. Uh, the the runner-up is, um, I have to call out um, Mr. Unlimited, Mr. Your fucking Subway Sandwich Commercial Absolute Ass, Thank Russell you. Wilson. Uh,
0: Five dollar um, foot long.
3: Dangerous. Oh, that is dangerous. Yeah, your fucking football's dangerous. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently this week from Altitude Radio, Tyler Columbus, who's a former Denver Broncos offensive lineman, I guess, I don't know if this is true or not, it's rumor. In inside the valley, there's this whole belief that Russell Wilson has been calling Seattle Seahawks audibles at the offensive line all year long. What <laughs> wow,
0: yeah, he, yeah.
3: Um, and so if that's true, I really hope he's doing it to get Nathaniel Hackett fired. Um, uh, and so he can just stay in the background while all this shit collapses. Um, but if, if he's actually Doing that, um, I'm jumping on the boat. Um, Russell Wilson, you have until November 25th to fucking fight me, you fucking BS bitch.
1: <laughs> He's closer to me, Russ. If you want to come to Aurora, I got gotcha. you.
3: <laughs> like we will duel out. And I will beat the shit out of you with your own goddamn subway sandwich. Um, that's my runner-up.
1: Ooh, You're you about to get fight with him. You should fight him with five dollar footlongs. You can yes. pick which one you want. And <laughs> yeah. just fucking sling it.
3: <laughs> Sandwich fight. Um the the true the, the like and I say he's a runner up because my actual true like nominee this week, um, I choose him because I'm involved with it. Is last uh, yeah, last week I posted on Twitter um in celebration of election day, I said they say your vote matters. But I still got have not gotten over that Mountain Dew Pitch Black beat out Baja Blast to be the new permanent drink um, for the Pepsi Co-Company. And I accuse Pepsi of rigging that vote on Twitter. Mm-hmm. In the week, only a handful of people have commented on it. But the people that have commented I have now been in a very, very aggressive debate over the statistics of this fan vote. Um, and saying, well, Pitch Black's better than Baja, fuck you. If you like Baja Blast, you're only a Taco Bell slut. Yes, these are things that have been commented on my Twitter post. If
0: okay. you're not a Taco Bell slut, I mean, are you really American, bro? Come on.
3: So, yep, you, know, with you these uh. people have su- well, was such in the background of society that they have nothing to do that they're commenting on a joke Twitter post about the statistics of a fan vote over sugary <laughs> drinks from 2016.
0: <laughs> not untrue. That's that, that's a good nomination. You know, people who are that bored on social media, are like man, fuck this guy for saying I should get diabetes off of Baja Ooh. Blast. I want this other kind of <laughs> shitty Mountain Dew. Fuck that uh, guy. He he probably
3: likes that that Hispanic food. Ooh, that's evil. Uh, this yeah, man right here fuck? went into this man went into deep belief on it. Not everyone loves grape soda. It's an acquired taste. Baja Blast won the popularity contest because of the tie-in with Taco Bell. And everyone knows that flavor. Fans knew Baja Blast, but couldn't care less about a sour grape soda, which is too bad because Pitch Black is better.
0: Ah, uh, God! Core believers here. No oh, shit. If I didn't delete my Twitter, I would totally get on there again just to mess with these people.
2: Well, I'm, I'm, told start, people... I'm starting to think Albuquerque's is not such a bad place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A couple people have asked me. Just because they don't have access to the
0: internet doesn't mean they're better. (laughs) (laughs) And some of them could be from the five hundred five. They could could be. be.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's
3: let's not give us too much credit yet. So, and a couple of these people have asked me to provide statistical data that Pepsi rigged the vote. By the way.
0: Oh yeah, because you're that much of an insider. Jesus, you're like,
2: hold on, let me call Pepsi. (laughs) My contacts. (laughs)
0: The <laughs> Hello, I would like to talk to Mr. PepsiCo, please. <laughs> Where I, <are> pepsi- the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have serious ethical doubts about your very firm voting about what permanent flavors should be out there, sir. Mr. PepsiCo. Like come on. I have
1: an issue with you rigging your own elections.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, Lord. they're doing that, so Taco Bell. We're not going to get into that. God <laughs> damn I want to get on Twitter right now and just oh. yell at these fucking people. Do it. All please right.
3: fucking do it. Stones, cool. come back to Twitter. I, it's already I collapsed. It's, it's f- already collapsed. Help me. Oh,
0: oh, I know it has. I mean, the, the platform itself, as well as I assume that threat. Uh, <laughs> let's go with Big Zo, <laughs> Big Zo, who's your Alex Moran Player of the Week?
2: Mine are nowhere near as fun as your guys' so I have to apologize ahead of time. Um, but there was this quarterback who played at Purdue and then transferred to LSU named Danny Etling. Okay, um, He graduated to, well, he went pro uh, in 2018. I'm guessing he graduated from LSU. Well, well I mean, does anyone really graduate from LSU? That's, you don't really
1: it. need a degree to go to the NFL. I mean, yeah. to be honest here. Yeah. Or the NBA,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, the NBA less, yeah. So, uh, okay. So he gets drafted seventh round by the Patriots in the eighteen draft. Okay, uh, um, <laughs> plays preseason two of five for twenty one yards. Final preseason game has one hundred and thirteen yards on seven carries, including eighty six yard touchdown run. So, what do the Patriots do? They wave his ass and put him the practice squad. All right. He has a Super Bowl ring from that year because they beat the Rams and he was on the practice squad, all right? They wave him the following August. The Falcons pick him up the following August. They try to make him a, a wide receiver and then they transition him back to a full-time quarterback. So they sign him August 14th. They waive him 17 days later, put him on the practice squad, okay? They bring him back up on October 26th because Matt Ryan got hurt. Shocker, right? Um,
1: Shocker. He, was waived, Shocker. he was waived
2: October 28th then he was re-signed to the practice squad and then december 30th of 2019 he was signed to a reserve future squad thing and then on august 17th the following year the falcons waved him. so the seahawks picked him up April, august 18 2020 uh september 5th he was waived, and what did they do put him on the practice squad the next day did they him? Uh, <laughs> well he's winning i'll tell you that um, they wave his ass the following year august 1st 2021 August 2nd, 2021, claimed off waivers by the Vikings. 21 days later, waived. Then he goes to the BC Lions. And I Find think he right. realizes Starter? shit. I might be I might be good enough to start here. So what does he do? He has Starts. to be released so he can pursue NFL opportunities. <laughs> so he signs with the Seahawks again, okay, on October, October 13th. <laughs> right? He was released October 27th. Then he signs with the Broncos November 13th because Drew Locke got COVID, okay? They released him three days later after Drew Locke came back. On December 7th...
1: Quickest COVID ever.
2: On on December 7th last year, the Packers signed him to the practice squad because Jordan Love was on on the COVID-19 list. And then they released him six days later. On December 20th, the Jaguars signed him to the practice squad and then this uh, uh, January 25th of this year, he signed a contract with the Packers. He was waived on Jan- August 30th of this year and signed to the practice squad the next day. So currently, currently, he's on the Green Bay Packers practice squad. Now, let me tell you, over five years, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, he has made $1,388,245. Divide that by five, you're looking at... Almost $280,000 a year to essentially be a practice squad player who gets waived and re-signed and waived and re-signed, and re-signed and re-signed. So he's good enough to be waived and re-signed to the practice squad. He was probably too good to be in the CFL and realize, I really don't want to put in this work. I don't want to be a starter. I want to make two hundred and eighty grand a year and do fucking nothing. And that's what he's doing. Danny Etling... Danny Etling is my Alex Moran Player of the Week. Oh, man, all power to you, bro. You are living the fucking
0: dream, man. Good for him. He really is. That is fantastic. Nobody um, wants to be a star. That's fucking scary, dude. I appreciate it. Even in the CFL. Yeah. Good for you, Danny. Good for you. Yeah. So most times I just go for the comedic effect and, you know, ultimately wipe the floor with you guys for the Alex Moran Player of the Week nominations, especially last week with Darren Brooks. I gave you guys 24 weeks. Come on.
3: <laughs>
1: and yet McChesney didn't reach out to him this
0: week. It took a, you know, after yeah. Darren Brooks. Yeah, that's. That's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll get them. We'll we'll get them on, I'm sure. I'll <laughs> talk with my people and and make that happen. I
3: mean, Jesus Christ, he, he does soap operas for a living. I think he can take a break to do a podcast. <laughs> Yeah. 2 our
0: podcast yeah. I feel like he could be a
1: great addition to and it would probably make his career honestly but whatever you know we all get a big break if, at if, at some if point. it didn't
2: make his it, it would make ours So, yeah
1: that, that would be one of the best moments of my life Um I, mean, but... I was planning on being on for one episode and now I'm still here so you know it could happen for him too but whatever it's okay
0: I know right like you and Alonzo just yeah it's gonna be a guest oh wait there you are your mainstays okay. <laughs> So gold buckle, let's go. Cheers, <laughs> baby.
3: So that's happens. That's what happens when you improve the quality of the show within about thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like holy shit, they can talk and they're kind of funny. Bring them
0: on. So, <laughs> so Darren Brooks, if you want to be a permanent member of this podcast, um, just come on the show once. We'll try and convince. Only you. if you can talk and you're
1: funny. If not, get the fuck out. That's oh right. yeah,
0: like he isn't funny Come, come the fuck
2: well, on Not only that bro, but you've got to be willing to Challenge people to fights Whether this or not they true. fight you is irrelevant But you've got to be able to put out challenges
1: so, I hope the first yeah. week he's on He calls out Ed Marinaro and he's like Dude, if you fucking get Like filibustered off the stage Of the NFL draft again, we're throwing fisticuffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, funny
1: I'm not <laughs> going to do it because I think he's a fucking man And I appreciate the hell out of it But Alex Moran, he could do it <laughs> You know who I would like to throw down with,
2: and you know if if, if, he, wins, get back to well, if,
0: if he wins, fighting
2: already. If, to your if he, he wins, he gets bragging rights. If I win, I get his job, and this would be Roger fucking Goodell. Roger Goodell, you're not well liked. I am well liked. Let's <laughs> throw down. People will cheer for me and cheer against you. We'll make it a pay-per-view for charity, okay? I won't even keep the money. But the bottom line is I'm going to whoop your ass, and I'll, I get to keep your job, and then you go right off in the sunset. And that's the end of that. So you've got three weeks because I, I gave the other guy – I gave Barney too. So you got one week after that. If no response – I mean, it's a forfeit, but, you know, the champion's advantage means that – it's a
1: forfeit is a win. A forfeit. So- but no, people running away from a game is not a forfeit. That's them saying, "I don't want to fight you because I know I lose." That's why we're undefeated right now. That's
2: right. That's right.
3: Look, Alonzo, if, if Roger Goodell responds, I just ask that you we we turn this into a WWE tag team match because I want some shots at that motherfucker. Let's do it,
2: bro. Let's do it. And he can bring whoever the fuck he wants. I ain't scared of any of his fucking minions. And the oh, chair? Oh, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring Troy Vincent. Oh, your little fucking cornerback who played for the Dolphins years ago and couldn't couldn't still. cover anybody and and was more afraid to tackle than Deion Sanders was. Yeah, bring him with you. Yeah, that, I'm worried. Look at me. Oh, yeah, he gets the chair. Yeah, and
0: I- and Roger, just to put your mind at ease, I already have the charity lined up. It's called the Mike Stotes bank account. Okay, oh, there you go. So <laughs> you go. so just so you know, so you guys set it up, I'll handle the charity details. We'll work it out. But before then, let me get out my Alex Moran player of the week cuz once <laughs> again, I have to wipe the floor with you guys and somehow oh. that's going to lead to another fight that you guys call out, but that's okay. We like doing that here. Um so some reasons that NFL players retire. Injuries. That's a good one. Age. That's another good one. Not being good enough to make a team. Although you can make a practice squad and apparently make $1.2 million. So, you know, I guess it's up to the agent. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. This week, my nomination for the Alex Moran Player of the Week is someone that I brought up in the NFL uh, preview show, and that is linebacker Blake, Blake Martinez. Martinez. Yep. Oh. yep. Who? Blake Martinez, linebacker. He used to play for the Raiders. Uh, yeah, now used to play for the Las Vegas Raiders, um, who retired this week after selling a Pokemon card for 600 what was it? Uh, $672,000 for a Pokemon card. Didn't he Especially... sell
1: it the guys on Pawn Stars, too? Isn't that where he sold it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, but it effectively doubled his salary he makes with the fucking Raiders. <laughs> so my Alex Brand Player of the Week is Blake Martinez, who kind of inched back into the league, collected most of a year's paycheck, found a Pokemon's card, and was like... Deuces, Las Vegas. Let's fucking go, Blake Martinez. So, I mean, did, uh...
2: does, does he not realize that he probably had more years left and he was going to make more anyways? Oh
0: so no, he's like that's his career now. He's like twenty three, like twenty
1: four. He wasn't old. Um,
0: did you guys
1: also see as we're talking about the Raiders here? And I appreciate you bringing it up, Stoddy. So well, oh, he's beating why... me to it.
3: He's beating me to it.
1: Yeah. Did you see the reason why Josh McDaniels hasn't been fired yet? Anybody other than Benner? No, the Raiders as an organization are so cash poor, they can't afford to buy out McDaniel's salary and bring in a new head coach that their owner came out this week and said, and I quote, he'll be the coach this year and next year because they cannot afford to buy out his salary and bring in a new head coach.
0: I'm, I'm really happy that's actually happening. It's, it's an so honest glorious. thing that's going on right now.
3: It's so fucking glorious coming from a Broncos fan. Not only are the, only are the Raiders cash poor, it's fucking Josh McDaniels that did it to them. <laughs> that, Wow.
0: And this it is why you be... don't hire New England assistant coaches ever. Ever. Because <laughs> Mark Davis can't write yeah, a check. Who is the dude with the beard? Is he just out of the
1: league altogether now? The oh, Lions Matt Patricia, no, yeah. he's back in New England.
3: Yeah, New England, he what? he he pulled a Josh McDaniels, and that the second he got fired from his first head coach, then he went back to New England. He's the DC there now. No, he's not the DC. He's like the offensive
1: assistant. McDaniels went back to being the OC. Mm-hmm. Patricia was the DC, so now mm-hmm. he's just like I'm. Just going to coach the receivers, whatever. Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's actually kind of the the philosophy this year for the Pats is we've we've got coaches we don't really know what they do. They just do things in practice, and that's coaches, kind of how we, kind of
2: we don't need no stinking coaches.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And before we can challenge someone else, let's go ahead and end on that note. <laughs> Please don't ask to fight anyone else. We thank you for joining us Josh this McDaniels, episode. God damn it.
3: Could you got three it. weeks, bitch!
0: He can't afford it.
1: <laughs> if he loses, he's bankrupt.
0: He just goes into the owner's office and says, hey man, this fucking 20-some-odd old kid on this podcast called me out to a fight. I need to charter a flight. And, they're, and, and they're, the we way, can't afford it.
2: By the way, can I get an advance on my next check? Because I'm going to owe him money.
3: <laughs> hey, I still not, got beef. I still hey, got not, beef with this motherfucker from 2009.
1: Hey, not L. Davis. I'm going to go ahead and uh, fight this guy in Texas.
0: Um, so, <laughs> just, I, I need help getting out there, man. <laughs> God. Uh, another aspect if you do lose the fight you got to be on the podcast next week so um if you turn out to be funny then you're recruited for life so that's that's how that works (laughs) fuck yeah yeah (laughs) That's why I'm really good at writing contracts. We thank you for joining us this week for our rendition of plaster negotiations. And again, nothing we said was legally binding, although these lifeline contracts are as always (laughs) 21 means 21 designated driver drink responsibly and above all else. Be good people who don't sign others to lifelong contracts on behalf of big Zoe, Ryan Benner and the dragon Wrangler. I've been Mike Stoats. Follow us on plastered pod across the social medias. And next week we've got our special turducken based episode. What does that mean? I have no fucking clue. I just wanted to do something around a turducken. So we should have that episode up for you guys uh, sometime Thursday morning. So after you're recovering from going to the bar with all of your high school friends um, who are just like, I didn't need to leave here because I could throw a football over them mountains. Woo. I work at the five and dime. Yeah, if it's, uh, Hell no, not going back there. Um, but yeah, you get the point you can tune in the next day and be like god i need some normalcy let's listen to these hammered motherfuckers trying to fight everybody on the planet and talk about some turduckens we'll see you then and thanks for tuning in
3: all my life i've been searching for something
0: something never comes never leads to nothing nothing satisfies but i'm getting close closer to the prize at the end of the rope all night long a dream of the day when it comes around Taken away leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most. Feel it come to life when I see your ghost. Bye bye. Don't worry, we'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> will we? Okay, <laughs> oh, no, actually, no, now we're not. Um, maybe I should leave it myself. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll start the music and then just like have it like dip down all of a sudden, and will be like, you know, it'd be great. <laughs>